Welcome to Launch Your Wealth. I'm Jonah Lemons, podcast host, business growth strategist, a real estate entrepreneur, and a mom of six in a journey to represent women and wealth empowerment today. Join me in this movement to launch 100 self-made success stories in 2021. I'm also a proud Canadian, bridging Canadian-American business as a founding partner of Ashtree Wealth Group, where we are opening the doors to passive real estate investing, multifamily and senior living syndications, and real strategic investment partnerships that is focused in bettering lives and communities of diversity, investing on a mission. Thank you for tuning in once again and for being a big part of the inspiration that goes into sharing this open conversation with my featured guests. No matter where you are in the world, this is for you. Season two is dedicated to women entrepreneurs who are representing grit, strength, and lessons learned along the way. They started from ground zero and built up, creating their version of success. I am honored and excited to have Vinny Smile Chopra, author, real estate mentor, and CEO of his $900 million plus growing group of companies as my featured guest today. We will have many more collaborations coming soon from podcasts, keynote events, educational resources, just to name a few. One way we are working together is to support and elevate women empowerment at Launch Your Wealth. I learned how many women from different professional industries were affected during the pandemic, losing their jobs and facing new transitions to secure their financial well-being. Vinny and I would like to share together and show how to earn passive income with real estate through financial education and by partnering with us. Vinny started with $7 in his pocket, immigrating from India. It shows us that when we work towards our goals, we can become unstoppable. In today's topic, we are sharing some concepts of what passive wealth creation through real estate is all about. And to let you know, you can access the Passive Wealth Symposium event where Vinny is one of the main speakers alongside with the first class experienced speakers to talk about real estate strategies and business growth. So let's get this conversation started now. Hello, welcome to Launch Your Wealth. We have a featured guest who is quite special because we are going to be talking about diversity, growth, and empowerment in wealth creation from all walks of life. So welcome, Vinny, to my Launch Your Wealth podcast. Very exciting time. Thank you. Thank you, Jonah. It's such a pleasure to be with you. I am so happy, you know, as I'm from India, as you know, and lots and lots of people in USA have made their home away from home from all over the world. So this is a perfect, perfect way for diversity to invite all our fellow citizens to come and be with us and look at all the different alternative ways to invest and really make passive incomes and get actively passively involved. So we are here to provide them all the knowledge, all the, it's always, I'm still learning by the way, you know, I mean, everybody should be learning. Yeah. Yes. I love it because, you know, the, really the purpose of the podcast, mind you, we've broken, you know, our listenership has reached India, Israel, Russia, Singapore, Philippines, India. So I am very excited to really create a way, a message. And one of those things is, you know, the storytelling, you know, everyone started from somewhere. 
And so for me, the representation of diversity or diverse is really beyond gender and race as well. I think for us is we come from different backgrounds. Our life stories are so different from one another. And it's very flavorful because I think when you embark in the entrepreneurial world, and of course, creating wealth, it's so important. You know, it's so important to talk about how did it all begin? What were some of those challenges and what did you do to learn from that and empowered your own journey? So share with us, you know, how it was like, you know, coming from, from India, you went to school, you transitioned to real estate. I mean, here you are now, you're about to, to uh, I think, embark on your new next level journey and senior living. I mean, just amazing things. So take us through that, Vinny. Sure, sure, Jonah. I came from India, you know, with uh, very little money, $7, you know, that's all I could bring as a student. I'm a mechanical engineer from New Delhi, India. I grew up there. I was born there. Then I came to George Washington University to do my MBA in marketing and sales. And little did I know that I loved the marketing and sales so much. I put my engineering in a box <laughs> kind of many, many years ago. And I sold Bible books and encyclopedias door to door 80 hours a week, eight zero, 80 hours and got a hit week. by- That's, <laughs> not, I know, that's I know. not a month, that's a week, wow. <laughs> I know, <laughs> that's a week, you know, but that was a good thing for me to learn rejection, learn about being positive, learn being persistent and hard work, all those things. And that's what I find in our group when we move from other countries into USA, we want to give our level best, you know, and we want to make it happen, you know, for us, our families and so on. So that's what happened. And I became from that engineer to a salesperson, actually, sales consultant, marketing director, fundraising consultant, and all that public speaker, all those things. But we started actually, we, we have been married now 41 years this year. 31. I know, I know. We, we live near San Francisco now in Danville Country Club here at Blackhawk. But the key thing is, you know, I think what we found was real estate touched us 40 years back, 4-0. And our friends were in real estate and they said, you know, you should buy a single family home because you could rent them and then you can get that equity gain. We said, oh, okay, we don't know how to get and everything, but you can learn. That's the key. We started learning little by little. We bought one single family home rental, another one. Then we bought third one. We went to Arizona, bought like three in a day. We met with the brokers. So that's how our journey started in real so estate. Started in the single family, did uh, totally rental properties. Yep, yep, yep. And we kept on, but then you know, two thousand or so around there, we said time out. You know, we have so many of these rental homes, but how much are we making? <laughs> you know, and when there are garage breaks or an appliance breaks or something, there goes the cash flow, right? Mm -hmm. And if the tenant leaves, your property is empty 100%. So that's when I was introduced to the multifamily, uh, you know, theme that if I can get 20 different residents in one location under two or three roofs, rather than 20 different homes where I have to get, you know, qualifications of the loan, 
transactions and all that. And we have to collect rents from 20 different home residents and maintenance is so hard to keep up with. By having multifamily, we could do it all at one place. So that really made a big difference in my thinking, my wife's thinking. And then we bought a duplex. Then we bought 14 units for $180,000. I still remember that. Took us 11 months to really close that deal, 11 months. But then we started buying like 60 units, 80 units, uh, 109 units, uh, 132 units, 120 units, 200 units, 300 units. <laughs> so it just kept on mushrooming. And then we said, you know what? How about if we go into something very special, which is assisted senior living multifamily. Love that, love that. So let's take it back, those that are listening. So what year was that before you reached that 180,000 price tag for buying the, your first multifamily? You know, that was 2008. Can you believe it? Wow, yeah. 13 years back, only 13 years back. Right after the crash. Crash, yep, yep, yep. Totally. That's amazing. I mean, somebody that's going, I don't think I can do, right? Like everybody's scared of COVID right now. Yeah. But this is like a testament to that, that you should not feel scared. You should not. Jonah, in lifetime, in lifetime, only opportunity knocks few times. And it knocked on my wife and I and a lot of other investors in 2007, eight. And we were, I was learning from 2006. 2006, seven, eight, I was learning, learning, learning. But then when the market fell, that's when we just started to blossom. And now that's what is going to happen in the next six months to nine months. A lot more foreclosures will be coming due to the epidemic. You know, lots of the rent rules have quite a few, uh, you know, evictions, we call them, because of moratorium on evictions. A lot of owners are not able to get the residents out, right? You know, and rightfully so, but then the government plans are coming now. So it might even save the owners, some of them, because if the tenants can get the money from the government to pay the landlord, then that will help also. So you know, everybody needs a shelter over their head. So multifamily has been my bread and butter for the last 14, 15 years. And it will be for the next 30 years too, by the way, you know, uh, we just believe that senior assisted living right now and in the next 30 years is a totally economy resilient market because there is no jobs needed at all. Seniors have already retired. Now they are in the 65, 70, 80, 90 years of age, and they need a nice happy place to, you know, pass their golden years, we call them, right? So that's where it's not economy driven, it's a need driven, and there is zero delinquency, zero concessions, and, you know, the different maintenance is also zero almost, because we are building these brand new communities from ground up. See, see we can even go more in depth with that, what's happening with you know, our seniors yeah. today. There's, there's so many different topics on that, but I just wanted to touch on how important that is in preparation for them as well, because, you know, we have the millennials and the next generations, yeah. but we also have the seniors. My parents were married 
for 45 years like you. So congratulations on that. I mean, you've seen how the market trends and market changes have, yeah. you know, has occurred for the last 14 years as well. Yes. And for those that are listening, you know, I want them to think bigger. Yeah. I want them to feel like whatever they did in their jobs, in their career, it's not a, it's not a stop point. It's actually enough to propel them to really start thinking about wealth creation. Yeah. And that wealth creation can start small. It doesn't have to be immediately like, oh, I'm taking down a million dollar property. It doesn't have to be that. And so this, this particular topic is for me to say, we are all here coming from different walks of life, different walks of life. You can be a mom with kids. You can be somebody that just migrated from another country. You could be a young single guy that needs to, to figure out what do I do with my job, with my income? Or you could be somebody that has a 401k and you happen to need to diversify. So for us, we're sharing about the multifamily because Vinny's expertise and the experience he's had, the bread and butter that he, he mentioned is multifamily and it's succeeded tremendously. But now he's now working on this mission for senior living. And I got to see firsthand one of your, your properties on that video, which I, you know, I was just blown away because it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. And, you know, going to the next, uh, next, you know, question per se is what you would share with, you know, somebody that's newly transitioning from a single family, since that was what you're, you're, you rooted from, what can they do as far as structuring, you know, their, their financing, structuring some of their funds, uh, going into multifamily. I mean, what would you encourage them to take a look at maybe your top three, top three uh, advice? Totally. I would say, you know, right now, as you know, the interest rates are the lowest, I mean, in, you know, 20, 30 years, I think, you know, such so cheap money. If you have some rental home or even your primary residence, it's good to refinance and take the money out, I call it, because the equity in the home or in the rental single family or duplex like that, it's sitting it's not velocity is not there because you need to take that dead money out and then reinvest it so that it makes more money. And that is the real key to success in, you know, or you're able to sell it and then you can do 1031 exchange. So you could sell a single family home, but then now you buy a duplex or a triplex or fourplex, but look into realtor.com, look into Craigslist, look into Google, where you live in your zip code, you know, just have that desire that you want to start building passive income along with W2 job, which is fabulous. You want to, but you want, you can uh, diversify, just like we said, you know, we want us to see how the money is going to make more money. See, look at that. Our uh, national debt right now is 28 trillion with, with the pandemic. Now the money has been printed like, like nobody's business, right? Trillions and trillions of dollars. But the key thing is the dollar today it's losing its charm. It has lost already. I think the dollar of 1933 is now 57 cents or something, some kind of number, I don't remember. But even right now with the inflation coming up, I mean, the government is saying already, the dollar is not going to have the same power. 
tomorrow or next year or next year. So it's great to invest those dollars rather than keeping in a savings account or some place where it's not making money to invest into, you know, different vehicles. Yeah. Right. So it's basically, you're already losing keeping that money yeah. sitting in an account because yeah. inflation is going to keep going. Yeah. Nothing is backing up our fiat currency. It's getting printed. Yeah. So that is probably the most uh, negative tone I've ever been on my podcast, but that is the reality of it. Right, Vinny? Yeah, that is yeah. truly the reality of it. It is the I reality. Mean, we don't even know what's going to happen post-pandemic. Yes. I, I'm hearing some, you know, great buying news that the market is going to start opening up a little bit more. So we're going to see a lot of movement with money in the stock market, which is good because it's going to stimulate the economy. Yes. But we need to focus on our own personal economy. Yes. Ecosystem of our lives. So if we're hanging on to house equity, if we're hanging on to 401ks, we're hanging on to a savings account, it's time to rethink. It's time to rethink. I so, totally agree. Totally couldn't agree anymore because the thing is, please always look at where your finances are right now and how are those cash or CDs or what kind of returns you're getting on your money? Is it 0.15% in the bank or savings account of point, uh, you know, let's say one even, you know, or 2% maximum, but there are vehicles out there where you could make 6% return, no qualms or 8% or 9% plus the equity gain in the real estate, you're able to leverage because the banks give loan of 70% loan, 30% money equity, we call it, or 20% equity and 80% loan. So that way the banks are giving the money to purchase the real estate, but our investors and general partners get the benefit of it. Golden gems from Vinny right here. <laughs> it's so true. I mean, while you're doing that, I'm nodding my head because I think most people get intimidated to, yeah. to take a leap, right? So, and, and to my Canadian listeners, you know, W2 equates to, T, to a T4, yeah. which is perfect. You mentioned that, which is leverage. You yeah. know, it, it, there's nothing wrong with having that day job, but I think it's what you do with that income, that money, and then yeah. your yearly tax filings. So in Canada, it's a little bit different because it's still the same, you know, North America kind of feel for how they see, uh, you know, the tax laws. But I think mentally, it holds a lot of Canadians to feel like they can assertively invest uh -huh. because they have to understand what are the, the, the complexities when they file their taxes and the compliance and the additional taxes. Um, and so these are one of the topics I'm actually wanting to bring on my podcast, but also my, new, my upcoming new educational resource that I'm going to make available for everyone. And Vinny will be one of them because this is the reason why we're here. We mm -hmm. want to make sure you have access yes. to this information. You have access to really create wealth in whatever version you want. You don't have to be like a Vinny. You don't have to be like me. You don't have to be like anybody. You Thank just you. have to start. You just have to get educated, gain that confidence, yeah. right? That you can actually take the next steps. So since I said that, Vinny, what would be your recommendation for entity setup? Excellent, excellent. Remember, like 
LLCs, limited liability corporations, are the ones that I really believe in. And it's great to have them for every investment separately, because just like the word says, it's limited liability corporation for that particular business, let's say, you don't want to mix it because if somebody sues us in one LLC, it's limited to that LLC alone or that asset or things like that. But the key thing is you want a structure in USA, by the way, domestic LLC, we call it in the USA. And Las Vegas has been very popular one for ages and ages. Delaware has been popular for ages and ages. I enjoy Wyoming LLCs. Wyoming LLCs and Mississippi LLCs, by the way, I have never made a Mississippi LLC, but Wyoming are the best LLCs. They protect you just like Las Vegas, just like Delaware. There is an animosity, you know, where you don't have to give your full credentials. Nobody can locate who owns the LLC. And the filing fee is very less, like $42 a year. So all those great things, I would say, you know, LLCs, again, I'm not an attorney or CPA. I want to say that, but please consult with your attorneys. But I would say forming domestic LLC in USA, Wyoming is a great choice. And, and you hit the nail there, Vinny, because yes, we're not attorneys, but this is to give you concepts yeah. to start looking into, because I think that's what kind of intimidates someone. You may have a lot of money, but you feel kind of intimidated because it's cluttered. All these informations are cluttered. So our purpose for this podcast is to really be loud about it and say, here are some points that you can start considering. Yeah. And I can say this on the Canadian aspect of it. Yes, you can actually register an LLC in Delaware. Yeah. You can actually create a way to invest from Canada to the U.S. Yes. And these are the things that a lot of Canadians haven't looked into. So for my fellow Canadians, I say, start looking into that. Yes, they, they think about retirement, you know, the snowbirds, right? Mm -hmm. So they travel to the U.S., but mm -hmm. there's actually more that they can uncover and really do with their money. Because even in the Canadian currency, we are losing every day. The yeah. dollar is going down every single day. So, I mean, it's up and down, but you know what I mean? It's sort of getting beaten out by inflation for sure. sure. So what better way for fellow Canadians to earn in US while they can, as far as through their passive investments. So that is actually doable, but my recommendation is definitely have a really good lawyer that does cross-border uh, legal entities and also advisory it's there. We're not reinventing the wheel, everyone. We're not. It exists. So it's just a matter of having the confidence yeah. and listening to podcasts like this. And, you know, Vinny's uh, insight is so important because he's been doing this for 14 years plus. So he's, he's seen a lot of this uh, evolve. <laughs> you know, now that we're in pandemic scenario, he's not stopping either. He's, no, yes. <laughs> I am so fired up for the next 30 years. I want to tell everybody, this is the golden, golden, golden opportunity. Because as you know, like you mentioned, Jonah, so rightly, millennials 
in USA and across the world, they are not liking the purchasing of the homes. They don't want to mow the lawns. They don't want to, they want amenities right there in the communities, apartments. They want nicer B-class apartments with the gyms and with the media centers, with the movie theaters, with you know laundry facility right there already done valet trash valet trash yeah All we living <laughs> everything we live everything yes I think, I you know that is part of the being the young millennials uh upcoming you know sort of the traveling living nomad as they call it yes you know so i think the the, the changes that we're seeing economically but also based on the lifestyle i think yeah. it's so important to observe yeah. um i mean you know in 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 all of this topic i know we're talking about real estate and, and creating wealth and you know some of the the advices that we've shared here what is your you know your definition at least in your own terms vinnie um th- that's success like how does that look to you i mean you know you're such a a, a very simple man um, you're always so happy and smiling, but how do you interpret, you know, that success, right? Because a lot of people are probably wondering, well, success to me is having a big house and knowing I, I you know, achieve that title. I'm curious to understand. I'm fascinated by this. What is your take on that, Vinny? You know, to be, again, be successful and be happy, I say, are the two things. The biggest thing is the success is if you have a good life with the companion, you know, like we've been married. We have two children, Neil and Monica. Neil went to Berkeley, Monica went to UCLA. They have grown up, they're, you know, good citizens and we like that, that's our success. And, you know, I was sharing yesterday or something in a podcast that we had cockroaches in our apartment in Bowling Green, Ohio, when we got married, my wife and I. You lived in Ohio? Yeah, in Ohio, Bowling Green, Ohio, actually. And I was in Finley, Ohio when I was bachelor. But then, you know, I grew up in New Delhi, India with eight people, eight family members in one bedroom apartment. So we were happy then, we were happy. So I think, you know, I've always looked at it that, you know, internally, we need to be fully satisfied. We need to be happy internally because that's what will show happiness all around us. You know, with God, you know, fortunately we have made a lot of money now and have nice places and all that, but we can give more to the charities. We can get more involved in different things that we want to do. We can travel a lot. My wife and I love to travel, you know, places and things like that. So happiness is, success is, kind of working. I think my success comes if I give my best every day. You know, even at this age of 68, I'll be 69 this year. I love to get up and get excited and get dressed up and, you know, make it move the needle, I call it. You know, moving the needle is so important for me because otherwise, what would I be doing watching TV and, you know, just degrading myself and all that stuff, right? So the internal, definitely the inner self is very important. So I think doing self-discovery at a young age is probably going to be the best route to start it at a young age, right? However, it's never too late because you're a living example of that. And I think achieving that success level with money or no money is probably the true test. 
so right, who, who we are in that sense. So, um, I, I, you know, in closing, because I, I can go on and on, and I, I just love your story. Um, what is, do you think that that essence of being an immigrant really pushed and moved that needle for you as well? Do you think? I would say 1000%, 1000%, because when you come from country like India or Taiwan or wherever, right, China or anywhere in the world, right, Africa, you have burned the bridges, see, you have come here with the land of opportunity and you want to make it happen. So once you say there is no going back, then the time we spend here in USA, should be the best time ever, right? And we should grow and learn and everything. So you're right, yeah. It helped a lot in my early years to really get myself, when I was young, I was 22 years of age, when I came here to just focus in, you know, Vinny, what you want out of life and then learning the techniques and getting trained and reading a lot of books. I still remember W.J. Schwartz, Magic of Thinking Big, Ellen Lankin's book, uh, How to Control Your Time, Control Your Life, Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, you know, Dale, uh, Dale Carnegie's book, How to Influence People and Win Friends. I mean, those are the books which really taught me great, great lessons. And Jim Rowan's CDs and Zig Ziglar's. And so I'm a product of all those great mentors of mine, you know. And I think we should always be, now podcasts are amazing. We should be really listening is. to podcasts every time, every day and doing miracle morning in the morning. Please everybody pay gratitude to what a life we all have and paying gratitude to parents, ancestors, uh, people in our organization, our family for the everything we have really because there are lots of people in this world who don't have what we have. And that's really what keeps us grounded. You know, I like to, to see the humanity yeah. in our business, because I think if, if we don't, then we lose touch of the reality as well, yeah. because we'll get caught up. It's sort of like what I call chasing our own tail. You know, money is just a means, mm -hmm. right? It's just a means. It may not be the end, but it's just a means. It's sure. not everything. And I think with what you said too, is it's really inspiring because I think reading books you know, people say, well, I, you know, I need money to even start making money. This is a living proof. You don't need that. What was your, your first barrier that you think you, you broke into um, acquiring your first deal? Like what was that one main barrier? You know, that's very interesting. I mean, we definitely didn't have much money at all. You know, when we started, we had saved up $10,000 literally. And we said, okay, where can we invest to buy a house? rental home. So we live near San Francisco. We found, we couldn't afford anything around here. We went one and a half hour away into the mainland. And in Modesto, California, we bought a place for 10,000 down, 65,000 was the price, I think. Wow. And we got rest as loan from the bank. You wow. know, so that's, that's how we started. That's how we started. That's crazy good. Oh my gosh. Like, I don't even think you can find one for 65,000 in Modesto, California. So I guess the rest is history, Vinny. The rest is history. So our first home we bought, my wife and I, in Union City, uh, California, $99,000. Wow. Our primary residence, by the way. 
This is in uh, two, no, 1981, 1981. So that's a long time back, but you're right. You know, even right now, there are other places in the USA where you could buy $40,000, $60,000, $90,000 home. My good buddy, you know, he bought in Indianapolis or nearby there for very less money. So there are places that our investors can invest. And, you know, we call it chunker strategy, right? They could invest in few homes, make the equity grow, then they can take that money and invest into, I always say, please don't buy single family. If I had knowledge and skills, I would have bought fourplex, sixplex, eightplex, but I just kept on buying single family homes. It's just lately in the 2005, that's when I realized, oh, I should go for duplex <laughs> or fourplex or 14plex, right? <laughs> Which is then again, it showcases what the power of leverage it is look like. And that's really what it is. I think, you know, with, with this conversation, Vinny, I so appreciate it. I think we brought some realistic expectations, right? Yeah. For someone that's wanting to launch into their wealth creation yeah. avenues and whether they're buying, you know, their first rental or they have that 401k money, they can start looking into people like yourself, who is, you know, in the syndication world of real estate and multifamily, they can actually go ahead and, and check that out or simply say, hey, I need to leverage off what I know. I can put together and buy a, you know, six, you know, unit, you know, property that yeah. they can turn into rentals. You know, don't be afraid to pick up the hammer and, and learn and make those mistakes. I think that is probably my takeaway from this conversation is really don't be afraid to look at that. I think it's a lot scarier to, to know that our money is, uh, you know, losing with inflation. I think that's a lot more scarier, right? Affording yeah, yeah. the independence and the freedom, you know, being in my forties, I'm in my forties. Yes. I'm looking at how am I going to retire? You know, where am I going? Yeah. You know, and, and as a woman, as a mom, right? Like these are real questions. So we're all about empowering women as well, because I feel like during the COVID Vinny, a lot of women, female workers in the hospitality industry got laid off. laid off, yeah. So that is, that is the truth today. And I think it's time to kind of like pivot, you know, encourage these women to, hey, start looking this way and yeah. leverage off what you've studied, what you've learned at your workplace and whatever money you tucked away, just start exploring this, uh, this opportunity in real estate. I think it's so worth it. Do not be afraid to explore and just out there, you know, seek for that information, which the PassiveWealthSymposium.com is actually one upcoming event yeah. that I think a lot of people should tune in just because again, it's free. They don't have to be, you know, qualified in whatever way. No. Knowledge should be available at any point. And so I'm so glad to have this, uh, you know, moment with you and, and for oh. taking the time, Vinny, uh, just to kind of get that, you know, energy out there. <laughs> this topic is so serious, right? Like, you know, like it's so serious when you start talking about what is the entity set up? What is it? We want to make sure it's about psychology first. We want to make sure you're good on the inside, right? Mm -hmm. You're well, you're going to be happy with whatever direction you take with creating your wealth investing and with real estate so no totally jonah and also i wanted to remind you know your listeners that you and i are you know peering up for the clubhouse yes it's also coming up you know yeah Absolutely. 
I'm so excited with that. We're going to be empowering sort of our, our idea behind it is all walks of life, open the discussions, understand how you can also do what we're doing. It doesn't have to be multifamily, Vinny. It could be just understanding how to make their money work for them, to encourage them, the mindset growth, the one that you talk about all the time, which is, again, you know, it's there. We can read books, but guess what? The clubhouse opens those conversations. So, which is, I love, because you're already on clubhouse anyway. And of course, our LinkedIn family, our LinkedIn network, right? So feel welcome to message us and, and ask mm -hmm. us any questions because we'll, if we don't know the answer, we may refer somebody to you. Exactly. Right? So, sure. you know, so looking forward to that, by the way, because I think this is the perfect time now to really start thinking about how to get that financial independence going. We can't go back to 90, 1980s, Vinny. No. <laughs> right? We can only focus on 2021. That's right. 2021 and 2030. That's right. 2030. Been. That's right. Yes. This decade belongs to us. I know COVID, COVID, COVID got us a little bit behind with 2020, but now we got nine more years left. Let's make it happen. We got to make it win, right? We got to make it win. Well, thank you again for joining me at Launch Your Wealth. Until the next episode. And there you have it. Vinny and I had a great time sharing this conversation. We are both so passionate and we are big believers in wealth creation. And to be able to be a resource to those looking into real estate or in general, just looking to understand what wealth creation is. My personal mission is really to make wealth creation accessible to all walks of life. So let's keep breaking those barriers. And if you'd like to join Launch Your Wealth Inner Circle, we are currently live on Clubhouse app. Send us an email, joanatlauncherwealth.com, to receive a private invitation when we resume back to our weekly virtual meetup. All you need is yourself, your positive energy, and a growth mindset. Thanks to technology, we are reaching across the globe from Russia to Singapore, Philippines, Thailand, and India. So join me and let's build together. Until the next episode, I will see you on the inside.